days, for those of you who delight in dread, who fantasize about fear, who glorify gore, welcome. You have found the place where the horror returns. Listeners, beware. This podcast contains major plot spoilers and the foulest of language. Join us in celebrating the old and the new, the best and the worst in horror. All right, uh, guys, this is uh, Brian and Lance here for you. What's up, Brian? What's up? We're doing a special one-off. Um, we're trying to hit more of the new horror movies. It's been a it's been a scheduling nightmare. Uh, Brian, you're our program director. Do you want to kind of go into a, a day in the life with you lately with these movie movies being moved around and shit like that? Yeah, it's a lot of um, release dates being thrown around, and then next thing you know, it says to uh, TBD all of a sudden. <laughs> and uh the for the main show we were gonna do unwelcome and then you sent me a thing saying the release date was changed and i checked and it sure was but funny thing about that as i checked today it did get a limited release in theaters this weekend oh man so we probably could have uh caught it on itunes or something uh it's getting a limited theatrical which I checked in. It was going to be nowhere near me, and I, I checked right. in your area, and I don't think you would have been able to see it either. All right, man. Well, I kind of had to go to the... Uh, so we got... I, I got that AMC pass, Brian. I've had it mm-hmm. for a while. <clears throat> and I, I sometimes some months I get my money's worth, but lately I've only been doing like one movie a month. So for 20 bucks, that's kind of not not doing very well for me. Um, so the wife was telling me you need to get to the theater more. So I, I made it to the theater twice this week and, um, plan to make it twice next week. So we'll see how that goes. But, uh, I did catch this one in, in a local theater that shows a lot more of the indie stuff. Mm, Okay. Um, now X, I was actually able to catch in a, a main release, uh, theater close to me. What about you? Yeah. Um, X I caught and, uh, Cursed, um, it was in my theater, but it also was a VOD, so I just watched that at home. All right, good deal, man. So, uh, all right, well, we're going to go into The Cursed here. Um, this is a movie that's been out for, I guess, a, a couple of couple of weeks, maybe a month, um, and it's still showing in my theater, so that's a good sign. Or maybe it's a bad sign. There's not enough shit coming out, but it's starting to pick <laughs> up. Um, All right, so in rural 19th century France, a mysterious, possibly supernatural menace threatens a small village. John McBride, uh, a pathologist, and you recognize John McBride right right off the bat, Brian? Uh, No, I don't. Do you remember uh, Predator? um, Oh, old uh, Boyd Holbrook. uh, Yes, that's right. Oh, the Wolverine movie, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Thought he was um, the new um, 
oh, I forgot that guy's name. I, I thought he was like one of them new guys they were going to try to push in the every new, movie. The new Taylor Kitsch? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> okay. Well, he, he seemed a little out of place, but uh, we'll get into that in a bit. Um, John McBride, a pathologist, comes to town to investigate the danger and exercise some of his own demons in the process. <clears throat> the director and writer was Sean Ellis, also known for Anthropoid and Cashback. I've never uh, heard of either the one of those. The Werewolf. What's that? Never heard of either one of those. I've heard of both of them. Ca- cashback, I think he started as a short, and enough people liked it, he made it into a full-length movie. I think it's about a a guy that's working in a retail store, and it's like his fantasies. Oh, okay. Um, so, like, he's in a boring night shift in a retail store, and he fantasizes that, like, there's a naked woman that comes in and all kinds of weird shit. So, um, Anthropoid, I think, is a World War II movie. It's about um, a plot to kill not Hitler, but, like, one of his generals or something. Um, I actually heard it's a pretty good movie, so I might check that out. So, um, let's see. We've got The Werewolf. Did, couldn't find much trivia here, man. Um, the werewolf is a mythological animal and the subject of many stories throughout the world and more than a few nightmares. Werewolves are, according to legend, people who morph into vicious, powerful wolves. Others are a mutant combination of human and wolf. Um, but all are bloodthirsty beasts who cannot control their lust for killing people and animals. So the jury's out whether this was an actual werewolf or what else was going on, but we're going to do that in spoilers. But, uh, Brian, what'd you think about the movie, man? Well, this is uh, definitely a slow burn. Uh, took a little while for it to get going. Uh, definitely, I've, I've well acted it for for the most part. Uh, I do agree with you. Boyd Holbrook was a little out of place. Right. I believe right. he was. Uh, he might have been the only non-English actor in this movie. So. I think so. I think so. Uh, well directed, well written. Um, I thought some of the practical effects were good. Um, there was some CGI moments that, to me, were not so great. Um, with the monster in question, I thought there was times it looked a little bad. But I, I thought for the most part, it, it was a good story. And um, yeah, it, it's it's a little hard for me to get into the the slow burn sometimes. So. But I enjoyed it for the most part. Yeah, just kind of depends on on how much they give you during yeah. the slow burn, like how much development and what. And I and I know it, it was for the mood and the the, the atmosphere, but I, I felt at times it was it was a little too dark to see anything. It was like the the whole entire oh. movie was dark. Funny you should say that because I felt that way about one of the movies we're going to talk about in the Irish show later tonight. Oh. But. Uh, I didn't. I didn't have that problem with this one. I I did see it in the theater, Brian. I'm I'm glad that I did. Um, I think a lot of the a lot of the shots were pretty epic in scope. Um, you know me. You know how much I love my historical dramas. Mm-hmm. So you know, obviously that part of it I dug big time. But um, what what caught me was the way that they were able to capture the the look. I'm not sure where it was filmed. Not sure if it was actually. I think it was filmed in France. If I'm not mistaken, I think I had heard that, but it definitely looked like that. It had that English Moors look to it where it was always kind of, um, you know, kind of overcast and mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of fog and stuff like that. 
Yeah, a lot of um, a lot of gray and just always seemed like it was about to rain. Yeah, right. And it was well, not raining as much as the Batman, at least, right? <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, it was. Uh, I, I I love the cinematography. I thought that was one of the strong points. Now, mm-hmm. any of our listeners that check out the TV show Yellowstone, you'll be you'll be happy to know that if you. Uh, if if you've got a bit of a crush on uh, Beth Dutton, she does get topless in this, <laughs> like in the first ten minutes. Now, warning: it is side boob. <laughs> oh, but what a side boob it is! Am mm-hmm. I right, Brian? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so there's been some speculation: are they real? <laughs> the the question is now answered <laughs> for the for you Yellowstone fans. So really um, nice. It was interesting hearing her with a British accent, though, because she's actually an English. Uh, Actress, and I'm with you. I thought that the uh, the talent was really good. There was mm-hmm. uh, pretty spectacular acting in here. The the CGI didn't bother me a bit. Um, okay. I thought that for what we had to work with, I, I wasn't expecting um, the beautiful uh, large shots that we got, and I wasn't mm. expecting quite what we can't get into it yet, but quite what we got with some transformation scenes and some monster scenes. Um, well, I guess we didn't actually get a transformation, but we kind of got a, got a, got a, uh, how, how do I dance around this? <laughs> we kind of did get a transformation. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, I, I, just... I, I agree with you. I like the transformation scenes. Um, I just was a little bothered with the end result of that transformation. I thought up till that part, it looked really cool. Different understandable. to if this yeah, is supposed to be a different if this is supposed to be a werewolf movie i'm still kind of on the fence with that too mm-hmm. yeah well i thought it was at least original right i mean mm-hmm. I, I don't know if i've ever, ever ever seen a horror movie do it exactly like this and um there was you know good gore in it which which is mm-hmm. awesome there was one scene in particular that happened so quickly that somebody looked down and saw that they'd been injured <laughs> that was like holy shit mm-hmm. <laughs> It got me. I thought that looked very realistic, man. Yeah, what did you uh, think? probably with the younger cast. Mate, I don't want to spoil it, but yeah, I, mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting it. And I, I do applaud movies that go for it. You know, some kind of shy away from hurting children. I don't. Not that I like seeing children hurt, but I mean, if, it, if you're trying to make a movie realistic you know, as much as you can, then mm-hmm. that stuff could happen. Right. And that scene you're talking about, yeah, it was unexpected, quick, and I just liked when he looked down, and I was just like, wow, that looks really good. Vicious. Brutal. Mm. <laughs> yeah, so what did you think about the the buildup? What, what would the uh, Boyd Holbrook's character coming in? And uh, the way that the, the the town reacted when he got there, were you? Did you think that was realistic, or did you think that they were kind of setting him to look like some kind of a hero or something that he really wasn't? Um, I, I thought their reaction was was fair, um, given the the times and stuff. You know, he's coming; he's a right. pathologist. He studies blood and stuff, mm-hmm. so. At that time, you know, there's a lot of plague and disease, and I think think their reaction to him coming was was valid. But right, I never felt that he was heroic. 
there was times I felt I honestly thought he was going to just up and leave at points. (laughs) So, um, yeah, um, I'm, I'm still not sold on Boyd Holbrook. I just, yeah, it's a tough sale, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I think he's fine as a supporting cast, Uh but as the main guy, I just, with this predator, I didn't even really like his character in Logan either. It was he was just kind oh, of I hated there. It. Yeah, was that was my there. least favorite. Yeah, least favorite part of that movie. With his stupid robot arm that he did nothing with, and yeah, exactly. But uh, I, I think for the most part, he he was fine. It's just I, I think he probably could have been interchangeable with any actor. You could have threw anybody in this role. Maybe well said, somebody yeah, that well was said. actually an English actor. I think it's kind of weird when they do that. It it made me think back to um, the Crimson Peak, Guillermo del Toro's movie. Mm-hmm. When yeah, it, the one I with Loki it, in it. Yeah, and I thought it was such weird casting. They had Jackson in it, Charlie Hunnam, but they right. made English <laughs> in it. I was like, was, he's a British actor in a uh-huh. British film with other British uh, actors, and he's speaking English. So yeah. to have an American actor with all these English actors and to have him try to do a, a British accent. I thought, I thought it was strange. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no doubt, man. He, yeah, he was, he was the weakest part of the the movie for me. I, I would say the cinematography was like uh, the, my favorite part of the movie. The agreed, the story was good. You know, I didn't have a problem with the story. Um, they could have wrapped it up. I'm with you. They, I think they could have wrapped it up a little bit better at the end. Um, other than that, I think that that everybody did their job. You want to get into scores so we can spoil it? Yeah, let's do that. Well, what do you What uh, do you think, Brian? I think, even though I'm not always into slow burns, um, I agree with you on the cinematography, the direction, the acting, um, some of the practical effects. Uh, they did set the atmosphere, even though at times I thought it was a little dark. And maybe it was just me watching it at home, and it just you know, wasn't really showing that good, but... Oh, yeah, the the movie theater made a difference, I, I can assure you. Okay. Um, this is, for right now, I, I would like to rewatch it, but for right now, this is a solid seven. That's nice. It's a good score, man. Um, given the uh, given the historical nature of it um, and the Beth Dutton side boob, um, <laughs> I'll go a half point higher, man. I'll go seven and a half. Um, nice. Really, really enjoyed the movie. I liked the story. Um, there were some things that made me kind of stretch my believability. Uh, I've got some questions uh, when mm-hmm. we get into spoilers. I'll maybe maybe you'll be able to answer them for me. Oh, um, okay. Some things that didn't quite make sense. I did like the wraparound. I liked the way they started and ended the movie, mm-hmm. and you kind of saw what you know why that particular item was there. But uh, seven and a half. So we'd both yeah recommend giving it a watch then. Yeah, definitely. All right. Uh, spoilers? Yep. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. This is a motherfucking spoiler alert. You've been fucking warned. I'll just jump in here. Uh, when the gypsies say something, you, you got to listen to them. <laughs> you just got to no listen shit. to them. And I thought that was so fucked up that they had claim to that land and they just mm-hmm. wasn't really trying to negotiate. I mean, they made an offer to the gypsies. Gypsies right. didn't accept it. And they just came in 
and wiped them completely out. And yeah, kind of led to the curse that went on through the movie because there was a, I, I don't know if that was your question, but that was going to be my question. Um, was the teeth cursed? The They, they had a set of you hit silver. My, you hit my question head on, yeah, dude. Silver, like, what's silver, the why did it have to be teeth? <laughs> yeah, I, I was a little confused. Uh, yeah. There was a scene where I'm assuming she was like a, a kind of like a witch or into something. I don't know. One of the main gypsy women. Right. A guy asked her. She tells another guy it's time. She gives him some gold or silver coins. He melts them down. Mm-hmm. He fashions them onto a skull as like fangs. Mm-hmm. And... I was a little confused. I was like, "Is I was this, too. Yeah, is this I was where too, the 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 wolf curse starts from?" I was, and you know. Well, yeah, was, but Boyd Boyd Holbrook. I mean, then you get to know his past and what happened to his family, and he said mm-hmm. he went through the same thing at another place. Yeah. So, are you trying to tell me that every single time something like this happens and somebody has to be cursed? They got to take silver and rearrange it and melt it into teeth. <laughs> Wouldn't they Apparently. have those ready? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, 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 I don't know. I, it's just is every gypsy camp have a set of these teeth ready to go? Or, yeah. so. Was it different gypsies with different? Yeah, teeth so <laughs> I, I would have liked a little bit more explanation, maybe a little bit of a why instead mm-hmm. of just saying, oh, it's time. Yes, time, yes, time I'm what, with you. We got you cheated know. on that. Yeah, so I like that, or, or I, I would have liked more on that. And, um, I thought everybody's far. Another thing that really got my attention was I thought all the child actors did really good. I usually oh, they did, didn't they? Usually, yeah. child actors could be hit or miss <laughs> right. most of the time, a miss. But I thought everybody mm-hmm. was good, especially yeah, this the scene we were talking about earlier where uh, uh, something happens real quick when the mm-hmm. wolf attacks the boy. Yes. Yes. He just he it just runs by him real quick. And then he looks down and notices like his arm is barely hanging there. Yeah, I thought that was great. I wasn't wasn't expecting it. One of my one of my favorite shots in the in the movie. Mm -hmm. I think that's pretty much it as far as spoilers uh, that I can think of at this second. All right. Well, let me let me let me ask you this. Um, so the 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 curse, you know, it didn't seem to be. I mean, I, I did appreciate the fact that they went there, right? And they didn't make mm-hmm. it an exact just werewolf story like we've heard a hundred times before. You know, rehashing American Werewolf in London, basically. Um, but let me ask you this. So the one girl that transformed, that like went into the lake and had all the vines going around her and mm-hmm. shit like that. Um, what did you make of that? Like, what was that? supposed to represent i guess you would consider that a a transformation scene right because she later was the one that he trapped when he built the the pit and and lured her out of the house or am i confused on who that was um i don't know if see that's where the confusing parts i mean listeners Mm -hmm. if anybody knows of course you know message us email us your opinions but i i just also remember the the guy that they Mm -hmm. turned into a scarecrow because that was yeah. a vicious scene where they chopped his. Oh wow! Yeah, that was amazing, and those were some creepy fucking scarecrows. Yeah, because he eventually came to life as some sort of monster. So mm-hmm. I, 
don't know how outreaching this curse is because you got the wolf. You got the lady coming from the, the lake with all the, the vines and stuff growing off of her. Right. Which uh, I'm just reminded of another scene. Good. Thank you for bringing up the vines. Uh, when they had to kill the girl. Mm-hmm. And they brought her back to the, the autopsy room and they were cutting it open and she was basically like being reborn through it. Oh, yeah. That was that creepy. Looked, that, was, that looked really cool right there. Yeah. So, yeah, the, the curse, I think that's probably the what kept us from getting a higher score because I was just, where, is, where does this curse go? Is it the wolf? Is it the, lady? Is it the <laughs> right. scarecrow? Is it just... A <laughs> little unfocused, right? Yeah. It seemed to be. So what did you think about uh, we, were, we were talking about the uh, transformations like so what do you think about like when they were cutting the monster open and then like the human would come out of the monster. But I guess I guess they said it was changed. It wasn't the same. You wouldn't kind of like a pet cemetery type thing. Is that like where you wouldn't because they'd been dead or cursed on the other mm-hmm. side. And so even though they pet, look like themselves, you don't want them back. Pet cemetery, the original one. Not Either one, man. <laughs> okay. um, yeah, that's that's how I took it. I, I took it that they, they were changed okay. and what was being reborn was not – it looked like the person but was not the person. Mm-hmm. So, of course, you know, he had to put him down. And the guy that All ended right. up having to do it, uh, you know, I, I felt for him because he said he, he's known that girl since she was a child. And Yes, yes. But the, the way she was coming out of that body – it was like you had to, <laughs> had coming to do after it. somebody. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, how did how do you explain the the last scene in the church uh, with the one the guy that ended up, you know, being the the World War One veteran that that died with the silver bullet that the doctor found in him? How is it that he was able to come back? Did they bless him somehow or throw holy water? I'm I might have kind of missed that part. I miss that part too. I'm not yeah, like so I said. There was there like was all the rest they had to kill, but he came back. Yeah, he came Fine. back. So I don't know. Maybe they didn't have enough silver bullets for everybody, or oh, maybe it's because the silver bullet was still inside of him, and as long maybe. as the silver bullet was in him, he was protected, right? Maybe or blessed. But it's the don't same know. fucking silver that. Started the whole goddamn thing in the first place. They got melted mm-hmm. into teeth, remelted into bullets. So I want to know the rules about the silver. It, they they didn't they didn't explain that enough for me. Yeah, um, I think coming out of this, there's a little bit more questions than there are answers. So seems that way, right? But we we've been wrong before. We we you know, I'm sure there's been movies where we maybe just have not seen what was going on and. Definitely, I think because of the more questions than answers, uh, this definitely deserves a rewatch. Yeah, I think so, man. It's um, it's just good to to. I, I think it's just good to have horror movies coming out again because <laughs> mm, it's been a while. Um, I, so tell me, like, let's go year to date. What um, like how how many have you seen that have been like theatrical release versus direct to like Shutter, Hulu, something like that? Uh, I'm on Letterbox. Let me pull that up. All right. That, yeah, I need be to, the quickest way. I, can I need to get say. on that, man. Matt, Matt's always always on me to get on Letterbox. So, uh, let's First, see. There was, of course, we we seen X, Studio Six Six Six. Those were all theatrical for me. Uh, Scream. 
theatrical. That's it for me. Okay. So what about like um there been there have been oh uh I saw the seed recently. You saw that one, right? The shutter yeah, original. That wasn't in the theater, right? That was no, only that straight was, uh, to shutter. Straight to shutter. Okay. Well I guess Which, we need to need to follow up. Matt sent me a list of um of everything that he's seen for the year so far. And I couldn't find half that shit anywhere, man. <laughs> <laughs> Not even through foul means. So <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm I'm just glad that the output seems like it's starting to pick up, you know? Yeah, I, I am a little worried because um, off horror, uh, a lot of the, the DC movies, they were like advertising. There were going to be four released this year, including the yeah, Batman. That's right. Yep. Yep. Two or three of them already got pushed to next year. What? So, yeah. No kidding. So even the the animated um, DC League, the Super Pets. Oh, oh the, I heard about that one. I, I want to see that one. It's Kevin Hart. And Keanu Reeves is a voice of Superman, which I think is oh, great. Oh, come on. Um, that, <laughs> they should have picked Nick Cage. <laughs> yeah, I think that one got, uh, I think that release date got pushed too. So you, right. you, just, you just never know what's going on. All right. I got you. All right. Well, um. We're going to try to bring some more of these small. I know you're doing your mini reviews, Brian. What what else do you have coming up over there? Uh, let's see. Uh, for the Horror Returns, I uh, put out two mini reviews. Uh, they're going to be more lesser-known movies. And um, nice. I've been really thinking about it. I think I'm going to try my hardest not to really spoil it. Just kind of give you the the gist of what the movie's about and my my initial takes on it. And then, um, of course, over at our brother Nez's uh, network, Skater Nez Podcast Network, I uh, have my new show over there, ESP Shorts, okay. where I'm going to tackle um, short films, whatever. Oh, shit. No, but yeah. Not too many people are doing that. Yeah. Uh, they don't have to be horror or action thriller. They can be whatever I catch that I think... Uh, I think people should check out and, and you know try to get the word out on there, because... People don't realize a lot of these filmmakers that do these short films, they end up going on to do feature length blockbuster movies. And so just trying to, you know, do our part to to help uh, fellow, you know, content creators like us, mm -hmm. you know, get their stuff out there. So sure. Got that going on. Yeah. Well, the director we're talking about tonight, like I said, he started out with a short. They mm -hmm. got noticed. Um, the dude that directed Mama started out. Mama was a short mm -hmm. originally. So, yeah, that's cool, man. That's that's a great idea for a show. I don't know anybody else that's that's doing that right now. Yep. So definitely right. uh, look out for those. All right. And we'll do another one of these for X, but we're trying to get understand some Aussies on board. Is that correct? Yeah. Well, we <laughs> got to get Marcy on. You know, the X okay. does yeah. have a porn angle to it so <laughs> right so it is after dark <laughs> yeah all right well this is uh uh lance and brian signing out for now we'll catch you guys on the flip side